But I want to share this piece of word with you tonight. Uh, uh, kind of a, I, I won't say it's really leftovers, but it is in to some degree from even Sunday. But I want to talk to you tonight. I want to kind of continue this thought pattern about getting your hopes up. Getting your hopes up. And I want to tell you this, too. I want to share this with you. If y'all, when y'all see Keith Lincoln Sunday or Friday, Friday, Sunday, whatever it is, make sure you tell him, man, Brother Lee preached the best message on bread and baskets I ever heard. Remember that, bread and baskets. He'll get it. He'll get it. He, he's been texting. He texted me this morning like at 5 o'clock, 4.30, whatever it was, something about the basket uh, in my message the other day. And, and I told him, I said, I'm going to preach on that tonight. So you tell him, man, he killed it on the baskets. Amen. Amen. So, anyway, turn to Numbers. Numbers chapter 13. 13. Numbers 13. And I want to read from 23, verse 23, over to the first couple of verses of chapter 14. Numbers 23. And just to give you, give you a little bit of background, and you can stand if you like. But I'm going to give you a little background right quick. Of course, in chapter 13... Uh, it's where God was sending them to spy out the land, and he, he, he had named off, and really the first 20-some verses is really a, a, a depiction of who all was going to spy out the land and where they were from. So this is this kind of where this jumps in at. So the Bible says, the spies, that he, they, and they came, talking about the spies, they came unto the brook of Eskel, and they cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bear it between two open, uh, two open a staff, and they brought pomegranates, and look here, Miss Kay, and they brought figs. Only Miss Kay and Billy will get that, so, but anyway, but it's, it's, it's funny. And they brought figs, and the place, <laughs> and the place was called the Brook of Eskel because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from there. And they returned from searching of the land. Remember, they spied it out 40 days. 40 days they were looking it at. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of children of Israel and to the, unto the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh and brought back word unto them and to all the congregation. Showed them. Showed them. Had evidence. Had the evidence. Showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said... We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely, surely, think, it floweth with milk and honey. It really is. It really is. And, and this is the fruit of it. It is, it is as good as God said it was. It's, it's better than God said it was. It, it's, it's, it's great as God said it was. Nevertheless, how many know we, we're, we got trouble here? Nevertheless, it's as good as God said it was, but it's as great, but the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled, and they're very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, and the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites, they dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, shh, that's what I want to do with this Cornelius virus. 
I think I'm going to start doing that. Next time somebody, I hear somebody, well, what about that Cornelius virus? I know it's not Cornelius, but I'm, I'm going to give it a new name just because I like to mess with people. <laughs> I want to be like Caleb, and I want to go, shh, shh, just be quiet. Just be quiet. So Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once. Let's go and possess it. Why? How come? For we are well able to overcome it. We're well able. Well able. But the men that went up with him, how many know there was these other ones? There's Caleb and Joshua who were, were well able. And then there's these other. What pack you run with? Just asking for a friend. It's important what pack you run with. But the man that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land, though which we have gone and searched it, yet a land that, that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and and the people that we saw are, are men of great stature. And we saw, now they're giants. This Cornelius thing is now a giant. I got to get off of that. I got to leave that alone. Amen. They're sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And, and we were in our own sight. That's always been the craziest statement to me. I don't know about y'all. We were in our own, this is how we saw ourselves compared to them. We were in our own sight as grass. Where in the world did they come up with the idea of a grasshopper anyway? <laughs> I mean, I've thought pretty bad of myself a few times, but I've never thought I was a grasshopper. <laughs> I thought I was rotten and dirty and low down a time or two, but a grasshopper? Well, maybe that was it. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a dirty old grasshopper. Anyway, anyway, we were as grasshoppers, and so, and so, so were we in their sight. Then, chapter 14, chapter 14. All the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. The land's flowing with milk and honey. We're well able. We're strong. All the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept all night. I love the Bible. They wept all night. It's flowing with milk and honey, but they wept all night. God done promised it to them 400 plus years before. To Abraham. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses, against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the... Would God just let us die in Egypt? Verse 
Or would God just let us die in this wilderness? Verse 3, and we're done. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be prey? Listen, it would be better for us just to go back to Egypt. Oh, my gosh. You, you can't make this stuff up. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Let's believe the Lord tonight. Get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. Father, I thank you. Thank you for your word. Uh, thank you for your teaching. Uh, help me tonight just use this, Lord, according to your will, your plan, Lord. Stir in us. Help us, Lord, to even here tonight. Stir in our hearts, dear God. We, we need to be a people in this hour that we're with our hopes up. I believe you, you, I believe you demanded of us, Lord. Uh, for we serve, we serve you as a mighty God. So, Lord, stir in us, Lord. Uh, arouse our hope tonight, dear God. Let us go from this place with our hopes uh, very much so up. And we'll love you, we'll praise you, we'll honor you. And uh, we'll bless your name for it all. In the name of our great Savior, our coming King, Christ Jesus' name. And all church agree and say, Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord before we sit down. Let's thank the Lord. Amen. 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 I want to want to just give you a couple of thoughts, and then I want to get where I'm going. But uh, just kind of want to walk through this just a little bit. But you know, at, at God's revelation, I want you to think about this because that's really what they had. This was a promise, like I said, it goes back 400 plus years to Abraham about inheriting this land, a land that that is just is flowing with milk and honey, a fruitful land, a, a land that they can thrive and. And thrive in. And this is just a wonderful promise. It, it, it's like our Christian New, Co New Testament covenant about, you know, we can do all things through Christ. Through it's in a similar realm, but in the old economy. And, but but, but, but uh, I think about this. When, 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 we get, when we get a revelation from God, like they got, this revelation of promise, that it's there and, you're on the edge. How, how many of they were on the edge of going in? They'd been out, hadn't been out of Egypt long, but they got this revelation. It's there. You can go in. How many know whenever you get a revelation from God, especially, and, and it's backed by a promise, that's what I really want you to see. This is not just something a man made up or a man, and sometimes like, even like I just now did, I, I, you know, I, I said I feel like that might be for someone. When I, when I brought out the Samuel thing. That, that, that's, that's God's word, but yet that still could be a man thing. You understand? I'm trying to use it for encouragement, but it still could be. But when you get God's promise, I mean, it's a sure promise that should, that should bring hope. A God revelation should always bring hope. I want you to hear that. You're not hearing that. A God revelation should always bring hope. If God revealed it, it should stir hope. Hope should rise and begin to rise. I want to give you just a couple of thoughts as we walk through this story. Things that kind of come out, that stick out to this story as we get where, where I want to go and land at tonight. Uh, I, think, I think as I look at this story, I think it would, it, it would be wise and, and be great biblical counsel tonight from this very story. That, that we, should, we should be influenced. We should, we should allow the influence that comes to us. That we should be influenced by them who have hope and not by them who don't. I want you to see that. Because 
that there's two that's got great hope in what God has revealed. And then there's this other crowd who has, who has no hope at all from what God has revealed. God still revealed it, but they have no hope. I want to tell you what, and, and an entire congregation, an entire people, an entire nation, an entire nation was influenced more by people who had no hope. I just want to tell you tonight, what do you think about that? I, I don't know, and I know this is when it's not crowd, I'm probably preaching to the choir, but, but you need to make sure you're more influenced by people with hope. That at God's revelation, I'm talking about something that's, that's solid. I'm not talking about wishy-washy stuff. I'm not talking about wishy-washy cultural views. No, no, I'm talking about something that God has revealed. You should be more influenced by people who have hope in what God has said, what God has proclaimed, what God has ordained, what God has, you should have more, somebody that's got hope in that, you need to, you need to be influenced by them. And not them that's not. Amen. Because there's way too many people who are more influenced by people that don't have any hope at all at what God has said. What God has said. Amen. 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 Here's something else I see in this story. I see it. People, people without hope limit their options. Limit. Limit. Got limits. If you're here tonight, if you're here tonight, if you, you've been through this in your life, when you had no hope, you had very few options. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you got hope, it's the only place there is options. I, I couldn't help but think about this uh, the other night, and this is really not beneficial to the story at all other than it's in my mind. Uh, <laughs> and you know how I am. Here goes a bunny rabbit here, bunny, bunny, bunny. Uh, the other night, uh, me, me, and, me and Bug was, was laid up in the chair, and, 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 and his mama was sitting over here, and Mama was over here, and he, he, said, he said, I'm hungry, Mama. I'm hungry. And, and, and he said, well, what you want, honey? What you want? And, uh, you know, he, was, he says, what can I have? And his his mama his mama trying to think of uh, of stuff that that she would want him to have and of course he's at Momo's house you know uh, and, and and he looks at me and Momo and he says uh, what, what can I have and, and Cindy finally says to his mama he wants options he wants options and he throw got his head around and he said Mama I want options. And I still ain't sure if he thought that was something to eat. I, feel, I, think, I think he actually thought that was something to eat than it was actually choices. But people with hope, people with hope, they, they have options. People, people of faith, people of faith, uh, without faith, they, they, they got limited options. You know what? You know what? There is a lot of people. Just like the children, they were people of God. We could call them people of faith. Just like there's so many people that sit in churches that we would call them people of faith. But without hope, I don't care how many times they sit in the church. Without hope, without hope, they might be people of faith. They might call them people of faith. But without hope, they, they, they got no options. They're limited. Limited. There's not much going on. Another thing I see in this story. Uh, that, that stuck out to me is 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 the hopelessness, uh, the hopelessness that uh, uh, that that 
that they were uh, going to live under was much bigger problem than actually the problem itself. Do you see it in this story? The, the hopelessness that they were going to be subjected to over these next 39 years of wondering, that was going to be a hopeless situation. That was going to be much bigger than, than the actual problem they were worried about to begin with. The problem was what was keeping them from going in and, 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 and the hopelessness, if you will, that, that, was, that they were going to live under was the problem. Amen. Amen. I, I want to bring you out this. I want you to, I'm going somewhere. Hang with me. Without hope, without hope, there, there is really no, no, no belief, no belief that the future will be better than even the present. Without it, without hope, you really don't believe that the future can be any better than the present. Yes, yes, yes. But that's where they were at. They just, they just didn't have the belief that it would be any better than this present situation. Now, we're, we're, getting, we're getting where I want to be. We're getting where I want to be. But I want you to think. And, I, and you know what? We're not thinking about Let me just jump in here and say this. I'm not talking about just this positive uh, thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm talking about godly thinking. That's that's what hope is. It's it's thinking what God has said. God has initiated. It's not just pos. World's full of positive thinking. Positive coaches. Positive vibes. Um, Y'all feel that? Um, Y'all feel that? It's positive vibe. No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about godly hope, biblical, godly, revealed, spirit-led, faith grabbed on to uh, hope, that kind of hope. Amen, amen. I want to say this, and then I'm going to move into uh, the main part of where I really want to be. And I, This is just some extra thoughts uh, uh, I wanted to give you for your, for your time tonight. Uh, that's in this story. Uh, uh, but I want you to see this. And I, and I see this. I see this not only in this story, but I see it almost every day sometimes. But as children of God, I want to say this. I believe it. I believe it's all in my heart. I believe this for them. I believe this for so many people. As children of God, there is no hopeless circumstances. I do. I believe that. As children of God, there is no hopeless circumstances. All there really is is, is people without hope. That's what makes it impossible. As children of God, there are no hopeless situations. I, I don't care what it is. Now, it may not work the way we, we would imagine it or we want it to, but it's not hopeless. It's not hopeless. It's not. There's only, there's only people without hope. And that's what makes the situation impossible. Amen. I believe that with all my heart. Now, this is this is the key because this is really what I see going on in this story, and this is where I want to kind of dive in and, and, and get to where we're going, where we can kind of close this thing, bring us to the place of getting our hope up, getting our hope up. It is this? I, I believe I believe hope. Then, uh, having said that, I believe I believe hope is a gauge to what we believe. It really is. Hope, hope is a gauge to what we really believe. I believe that. I believe you can say whatever you want, but 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 hope, 
Hope, hope, hope really tells us whether you believe in the true or a lie. It is. If you got hope, that, that's, that's like these, as they stood here, looking at the evidence, looking at what had been wrung out, listening to Joshua, listening to Caleb, listening to the story, and, 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 and it, hope says, you know what, I believe in that. It says, I believe in the truth. I believe in the truth. But, but where there was none, where there was none, hope, hope was the gauge. Hope is the gauge. There was no hope, so that meant they believed the lie. They was the other, the other crowd. And this is the thing. This is, this is, this is the thing that, that, that I really see about, about that is, 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 is this where, where, where there's decrease in hope. I've seen it in my own life. Where, where I, when I start decreasing in hope, I know that I'm believing something, believing something that's apart from the truth. It's such it's such a critical time. I, I, you know, this is just one of them things that you pick up on as you walk with God. And any time that my hope, any time that my hope begins to 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 to, to go away, it starts to go down. I begin to lose lose hope in certain things that God said, or certain promises, or certain revelations that He's given me. If I start losing hope in that, I realize I realize that, that I'm starting to believe something that's not right. Come on. I'm believing something that, that's not quite true. And it, 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 it's really, you can, you, can, can, you can see that I'm believing a lie. And, and the dangerous part is that becomes a stronghold for the enemy. Anytime we believe a lie, and that's what goes on, that's what had happened here. A stronghold of the enemy had set up. Stronghold for the enemy because, because they didn't believe the truth, had no hope, they believed the lie. You know what? And it's crazy deceptive. You know what? Hopelessness, they, 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 you couldn't talk them out of it. You couldn't, you couldn't convince them. They throwed the grapes on the ground, rehearsed. They'd seen with their own eyes. But the hopelessness... You ever tried to reason with someone who's hopeless? Who just don't have the hope for the truth that God has revealed. It's like a crazy deception. And it's a stronghold. It becomes a stronghold of Satan, a stronghold of the enemy. I want to give you this one scripture. I just found it. It's, it's about the opposite, really. Zechariah 9, 12. Give me Zechariah 9, 12. It says, turn you to the stronghold. Listen, prison, there is another stronghold. And it's, it's prisoners of hope. That's what I desire. That's what my heart is. If I'm going to have a stronghold, I want it to be as a prisoner of hope. I want that to be. Even today I will declare that I will render double unto thee. You know what? You want to know what's so cool about this verse? The reason this verse is really, it's one of my favorite verses now. It last week when I was praying for Greybell. I'm serious. Last week, this verse came to my heart. Well, actually, last Monday or Tuesday, and and that give me the that give me that give, don't tell me God's word ain't always on time. That give me the that give me the authority to climb up on this bench last Wednesday and, and declare that her numbers were going up. And then the Lord showed her. The Lord reminded me on Friday evening that they doubled. Her numbers doubled. Amen. Just like he said. He, he said hope. Become a prisoner of hope. And I did. 
I made that a stronghold. And he gave me double. He rendered double unto me. I declared it. And he rendered double. I don't know. That's just, that's just free. That's just extra. I'm I, I just, just telling you. Just telling you. But I thank the Lord for it. I do. But here's, here's, here's what I want. I want to just dig in right here a little bit. Because, because I, I, I just felt led. I felt led. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Because uh, I ain't got a lot of time. But I don't want to spend a lot of time here. But I'm trying to recognize it. Recognize it even through my own experiences. I've looked, I look back through the years. And like I said, I've kind of been nostalgic here lately. Because this is this 30-year thing. And, 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 and I ain't always had my hopes up. Even in these 30 years. I mean, serious. Serious. And there's been times... You know, when I first come in, my hopes were way up here, and then they sometimes they've been kind of down. Sometimes they've been kind. Sometimes they kind of just level off. And, and, and I'm just gonna tell you right now, my hopes are up again. I just want all y'all to know, my hopes are really, really, really up. They're really high right now. But but as I look back, I look back over all that, and I can see how deceptive it was at times when I thought I had hope, but I was even decept, deceived in my own self sometimes. And I was believing, believing really the deception, and I didn't have the hope that I was supposed to have. And, and I, I, really, I really got this idea about, about trying to, to, to understand that and recognize uh, certain signs and recognize through these experiences of hopelessness. And I just wanted to share it with you, uh, and I thought maybe someone could relate with it, and maybe it would even help someone tonight. Do you ever struggle, do you ever struggle in that area? Because that's really what Wednesday night is. It's, it's about edifying and building up and... It's a little bit different. We do things a little bit slower. Uh, plus, Friday night fire's coming, and, and, and I'll burn down on Friday anyway. So, <laughs> I always do. Amen. But, but here's, here's one of the things. Here's one of the things that I, that I recognize even in my own life, and, and maybe you do too, is when, 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 when my hope, when I don't have the hope like I should, when, I, when I'm feeling even somewhat hopeless, you know what I, what I realize is, is I, get these, I get crazy emotions. When, when I'm without hope, the way I should be, it's just a sign I picked up. Maybe it's not for you, but, but for me, I get crazy emotions. I mean, it's crazy. They, they are. Uh, 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 I kind of, I get even kind of spiritual bipolar. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm just, sw- I'm all, I'm, woo, 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 you know. It just depends on when you run into me. I mean, you know. Uh, but that's, 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 that's without the right hope. That's believing, believing something other than the truth. Somewhere, somewhere in my life, and, and I've noticed, I've noticed at them times that, that part of that is passion fades, motivation begins to dwindle. You know, it ain't, it ain't quite as easy to push on or to push on or come on. Something's eating up the passion. Something's eating the passion, the desire. Amen. I just know crazy emotions. Cra- uh, uh, even, even sometimes your heart goes numb. Well, think about it. Think about it. Well, sometimes, well, sometimes we lose hope because we get punched in the heart so many times. You know, we just get punched in the heart. One, how, how many knows what I'm talking about? Getting punched. And you know what? You, you, your heart gets numb. And, and really, really, and really, you really, when I say crazy emotions, that's what it is because really you don't feel highs. And you really don't feel lows. You're just numb. Come on, does anybody know what I'm talking about? You don't feel really neither one. You're just kind of like existing. You just sat through a service in, in robotic form and 
or go through the day kind of robotic because you, you've been punched in the heart so many times and your heart's numb and you don't feel the joy of a high and you don't really even feel the low of a low. and It's just crazy emotion. That's when hope is not right. Hope is not right then. Amen. Hope is not where it should be. And, and, and kind of on that same note, a little side note here. Uh, I, I believe this, I believe this. For me anyway, my primary emotion, I'm, I'm just letting it all hang tonight. My primary emotion when my hope is not right, y'all ready for this? And I know y'all won't believe this, but it's anger. It is. When my, my primary emotion, when, when my hope is not right, my primary emotion will be anger. Everything kicks me off. Come on. And it's because hope's not right. That's all it is. And I, when I say error, I'm talking about little things. Is anybody else up in his PH house wish me? Little things just set me off. Shouldn't have bothered me. That shouldn't even be a little on a, on a problem scale. On a problem scale of 1 to 10, it's like a 2. You know, it's like a 2. And if my hope was just right, it would be probably less than that. But on a problem scale of 1 to 10, it's like a 2. And I act like it's a 13. Go Kung Fu Panda on some of this stuff. Crazy emotions. Y'all ever run anybody like that? You're like, my gosh, I just parked in the wrong spot. I run into people all the time. You do too. It's just a hope issue. It's a hope issue. Crazy emotions. Crazy. If people just had hope. Get your hopes up. Get your hope. It probably don't need a pill. You probably just need to get your hopes up. Amen. They were going through crazy emotions over here. Crazy. They had just been singing a few days ago about, Yes, God, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Remember? Remember? They'd done the old song of Moses and, and uh, what's her name? Moses. Miriam. Yeah, Moses. Remember? I don't, I don't do that for nobody but you Wednesday night people. That'll hurt right there in the morning right there. That right there'll hurt. They just been, and now now look at them, crazy emotion. Now look at them, crying all night, weeping, bawling all night long. Hank Where is Brent Byers at? I need help in here. Somebody tell me that's a good point, Brother Lee. <laughs> crazy emotions, though. I mean, lost it. Lost, but that ain't all. See, because that, all that heart stuff, here's what I know about that. Here's what I know about that. that all that crazy emotion, all that crazy heart stuff, you know what that does, don't you? That messes with your head. <laughs> yeah, 
does. My head, my heart messes with my head. I don't know about y'all. Does your heart ever mess with your head? I get these crazy thoughts, crazy thinking. My heart, I lose my ability to even think straight because I ain't got no hope. They can't even think. God has said this. A bunch of negative dodo heads have said this. And they can't think straight because their heart's messing with their head because they ain't got no hope. Get your hopes up. I, I thought about the scripture, Psalms 107. Uh, verse 25, 26, it talks about the storm. It was in the storm. It, it's just, it's, it gives you this picture of sailors on the sea and talking about the waves, and it was two, and it was fro, and, and staggered like drunk men, it says. Yeah, there it is. For he commandeth and raises the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves thereof. In verse 26, they mount up. It's a terrible storm. It's a terrible storm, and they go down again to the depths. Their souls, see there, their souls, they melt. They melt, cause their trouble, and then here it is, here it is. You think they reel to and fro like and they stagger like drunk. And look here, look here. And they're, they're at their can't think straight. Can't think straight. Heart's messing with their head. Can't think straight anymore. But they ain't got no hope. They in a storm. This is it. We're done. We're drowning. This is too big a storm. We're done. I'm at wits. Can't think straight what happens it's just where we get it's what goes on in life amen and this, this is where like them and I'm, I'm just going to tell you like it is like them this is where this is where we as people usually do something stupid I know I shouldn't use that was any kids in here well there's not really kids so don't mind that I, I, mamas get on me oh there's two over here mamas get on me all the time don't say stupid in the middle of my kids well, I said, well, that's stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid, lady. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this is where, and you know what? And, and I like the word stupid because I use it a lot. And a lot of times I self-identify with, you know, decisions, things I've done. But, but I can remember a lot of times in my life or in my life when my hope wasn't right. When my heart kept messing with my head all the time and all the time. A, a good day was, for me was just not doing something stupid. That was a win. Woo! I got through this day without doing something. Here it is, stupid. I didn't do anything stupid today. I didn't. I didn't. Praise Jesus. I did good. That's a victory. 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 How many know what I'm talking about? So true. It's so true. You know, and this is where, this is where, this is where, uh, uh, not that I've ever been here, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Uh, up to date, up to this time, maybe I'm not at midlife. I've never had a midlife crisis. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've had plenty of other crises, but I've never really had a midlife crisis. You know what I'm saying? But this is, this is kind of, this is kind of that deal. This is kind of that deal with midlife crises I've heard. And I've even talked to others. Is they begin, they begin to not, their heart begins to, mess with their head and hope begins to fail that life's not turning out the way it should and begin to hope that life ain't going to be what it should be midlife crisis and then they do something stupid I just come to tell somebody don't quit your job 
Don't leave your wife or your husband. Amen. Now, you can buy a sports car. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, good point. Good point. I'm all about buying, you know, but you ain't got to quit your job or leave your wife to buy a sports car. You know what I'm saying? I think she'll like the sports car. That's, just, that's what I think. Amen. 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 See, what's at stake here? Listen, the next 39 years. And if they just had their hopes up, they wouldn't have done something stupid. Here's what I've learned. When you don't got your hopes up, you will do something stupid. Amen. I've overused the word stupid tonight, don't I? Amen. 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 Well, here, quickly, i got to move. I gotta, oh, i got to hurry. I gotta, let, me, let me run through these last couple. Uh, 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 nothing satisfies. When you ain't got hope, nothing satisfies. You got this whole bunch of evidence laying here on the table. Grapes, milk and honey, but it's not enough because you ain't got hope. It's never enough. Never. And I've learned it's not just that. It's not just that. But even in our own life, nothing's never enough. That They even go so far as say, you know what? It'd be better. Let's just go back to Egypt. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, they watched it, but nothing satisfies. Water out of the rock. Walk through the Red Sea. Nothing satisfies. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hurry. Uh, I, I kind of have already alluded to it, but, but, but when you're hopeless, you lose your joy, you lose your song, you lose that victory, that all of that, that. And that's what had happened then. They had lost everything. They ain't nobody singing now. They ain't nobody singing. That's what happens when, when we don't get our hopes up. When we lose hope, we lose our song. I was going to tell you something. Joy, joy and hope are eternally connected. And, and when hope rises, joy rises. When hope falls, joy falls. You cannot, you, joy will never exceed hope. Yeah, yeah it'll, where, as far as hope goes, is how far joy goes. Woo, yeah. Amen. It's true. It's true. But they ain't singing anymore because, because they've lost their hope. Amen. And I'll just tell you something like this. People just like this, they don't got their song or joy no more, and they don't like your song and joy either. Just so you'll know. Just so you'll know. Just want all y'all to know. So you sing your song in front of them, and they're going to, they're going to give you the what for. Amen. Well, they think they always happy and joyous around here. Yeah. Quickly, 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 quickly. You lose, you lose productivity. You lose, you lose progress. I say when you lose hope, you lose fruitfulness. You lose hope, you lose fruitfulness. Amen. It's where everything stops. It's where everything. Think about this story. They lose productivity, they lose fruitful. They are fixing to start walking in circles, y'all. For 39, they're fixing to start doing the same thing for 39 years and not get anything out of it but death. That's all they're going to get. 39 years. And if they had hope, it would have been progress. 
fruitfulness. They were to begin to work out the land and to live in the land. Amen. The times when I get unfruitful, not productive, are the times that I know I'm losing hope. Amen. I'm starting to do circles. Starting to do circles. That's like I, I bring this out one time. That's like that dumb cruise. I'm gonna use dumb now. It's like that dumb cruise I seen one time. Every time I was sitting in a dentist office or something. I don't remember now. And I was looking through a magazine. That's before the Cornelius virus. And I wasn't. I wasn't afraid to touch things then. But I was looking through this through this the magazine. Just I, I even used to eat tater chips or something after I touched the magazine. Anyway, 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 I was looking through this magazine, and in the back of it was this ad for a cruise. By the way, I, I didn't go, but it was this ad for this cruise. And, and you know what? It was one of them real cheap, uh, uh, what do they call them, uh, economy cruises. Yeah, economy cruises for us poor folk. Anyway, but you know what? You know where it was, you know where it was too? Nowhere. I'm serious. Listen, it was nowhere. You know what they did? They would leave the port of Miami and they would just go out there and do a circle for seven days. I'm serious. Seven days. Now, I guess you got all the amenities, all the things, you know, you, but you wasn't going. You was just doing circles. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. I'm back on it again. It's stupid. It's just stupid. I just want to tell you something right now. If you don't get nothing else tonight, if you're hopeless, you're stupid. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's what was going on. He wasn't going anywhere. You work, and let me just say this. You work harder. You have to work harder to get less. He was going to have to work harder for less. Man, 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 oh man. Nothing refuels you. Nothing. When you've lost hope, nothing refuels you. Nothing. Not, not a good night's rest. You, you, know, you know, I'm like that. A lot of times, if I can just sleep good, sometimes I'll get up the next morning and I'm like, Ugh! You know? Y'all, anybody else? I just need to rest. I know that's the way my Mondays are. That's what I'll, everybody, everybody that really knows me personally know that after the weekend and Sunday, uh, I, Monday, I, I just got to kind of like, I just got to get on that cruise that goes nowhere. <laughs> and I can't wait for bedtime on Monday because you know why? Because Tuesday, I'm going to feel so much better. I'm going to just feel so much better because I'm going to sleep and I'm going to get re- But But when you're hopeless, Tuesday's not even good. Come on. Tuesday's not even good. Nothing refuse, nothing satisfies that, nothing quenches that, not, not even a God move. Come on. Come on. And, and then, and then I, I've got to close. I've got to get, I just, uh, you become cynical. I ain't got time to go through all that. But you do. If you lose hope, you become cynical. Really, as soon as you lose hope, cynicism sets in. Sets in, and, and, and you become you begin projecting failure. You forget that's what cynical. This is the picture of cynicism. You start projecting failure into new situations. 
this was going to, they never, they did, this was brand new. This is the way we do. God will put something brand new on it. Well, I, I can't do that, and you can't do that, and we can't. I, I, I learned a long time ago, you share things with people that ain't got no hope, and what they going to tell you? We can't do that. No. Dang on, you dumb, you are stupid. <laughs> we can't do that. He says, man, close all your ears. He's on a stupid, but anyway, anyway, I got to close. But I want, I want, I want to thank, here, here's what I know. God partners. God partners with them that have hope. Just the scripture you just brung out about Abraham. The Bible says he staggered not. He, he hoped beyond hope. When there really there was no hope, he hoped. And you know what? God partnered with him. He just does. God partners with people who have hope. Amen. And, and this hope that I'm talking about, man. It's based on God's promise, right? So here's what I want to tell you tonight. Here's what I want to tell you. Get your hopes up because here's what I want to tell you. Here's what I want to tell you. Your, your hope is as bright as God's promises. It is. You should get your hopes up as high as God's promises are. As big as God's promises. You should get your hopes that high. Whatever this book, whatever this book declares, whatever it is, you should get your hope up. I believe it tonight. The ultimate hope, I mean, the ultimate goal really is, is, is hope or a, 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 a thinking called hope. I believe that. Amen. Without it, there's going to be little change for good. Good point, preacher Lee. Thank you. Daisies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I believe that. I believe that. I, I think we sh- I think we need to be concerned about our hope. What level it's at, where it's at. Amen. I, I think we should want to partner with God in that. And and, and I, I want to say this and Paul, you can come on. Come on. Get ready, come on. Here, here's what I want to say as we get ready to close. Get your hopes up. And here's what I tell you as we close. Don't trust any, because that's what they did. They come to this conclusion, right? We can't do that. So that was their conclusion. Here's what I want to tell you tonight. Next time you come to a decision, a conclusion, whatever it is, because it, it'll happen maybe tomorrow. You might be, might be at one of those right now. You might be sitting in here, man, I ain't never coming back to this church. Visitors, visitors. <laughs> visitor alert uh, visitor sitting over here saying man we ain't never come back he is he is he is stupid <laughs> and before you jump to any conclusions <laughs> dang uh, here's what I would say don't trust any conclusion that don't have hope in it think about that don't trust any of your decision, any of your conclusions that's not got hope in it. Now, if it's got hope in it, well, you can go with that one. You hear me? I do. That's all they needed to do. They should have never trusted a conclusion that didn't have hope in it. 
Break out of that pack of hopeless people. Break out of that. Come out of that. Amen. I'm way past time. But I ain't sorry. I got hope. 